Nice to see you. Uh, if there's anybody new here, if they could just raise their hand if they like. So we can target you with a lot of unnecessary spam and emails. Nikki, did you raise your hand? Oh. <laughs> what? I think Nikki raised her hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I think, uh, yeah, Nikki, nice to see you over there. We'll just, basically, let's just start with the premise where we're speaking from. Uh, just the, the bare definition of the word non and duality. So not, non is not two. So basically, it's not an affirmation, it's a negation, yeah? It's not affirming let's call it oneness, it's negating two-ness, which is quite different, yeah? So a lot of times when people speak about it, it's affirming oneness. All we are is consciousness, we're everything, whatever, all that. But really the direction of the message of non-duality is more like a negative message or a negation. It's negating something because in this event, whatever you want to call it, let's call it we're all living, but we're living in, let's say, a dualistic interpretation, yeah? So, in a way, the truth or the fact or the reality isn't the most important thing going on here. It's something that's assumed in the reality, or let's say by reality, and that assumption that we're something other than reality plays a bigger role than reality in a way, yeah? So when we hear about reality, as what we're not, it doesn't go anywhere, yeah? So we now, because there's a feeling we're something, a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing, and now people are talking about this thing as being all it is is consciousness, it's unbelievable, infinite love and stuff, and then five minutes later during your day, that gets sort of uh, disregarded. So it's a very uh, important uh direction which is let's we're going to describe hopefully somewhat well uh we're going to point at what we're not really with the hopes that what you are is hearing it and there'll be a little bit of a register not from what you're not claiming to be the hearing of what you are but from what you are recognizing it's not that which is claiming to be the hearer of what you are yeah so it sounds uh, unnecessary, <laughs> and in a sense it is, but in another sense it's quite necessary because uh, I remember going to satsangs and I walked in there under a false pretense and I left under a false pretense. I thought it was Paul that was going to hear the message and Paul was going to get the message when actually Paul is an obscuring of the message. Yeah, so I needed to hear more about Paul and less about the message. <laughs> so I could, I could realize I'm not Paul, and then I find out I am what the message is implying. Yeah, <laughs> the message is implying we're not of two. The message is implying we're not of subject-object. The message is implying we're not of time. And so... Uh, <laughs> hopefully that's how this night will go, is recognizing there's a mental activity that's going on 
I would see it as more mechanical. There's no volition involved in it, or and there's no one to have a choice. That comes after the mechanicalness does its thing. Is the feeling of a one who has a choice to stop selfing, <laughs> as if it was the doer of the selfing, which it isn't. Yeah. So the selfing is just a a way of capturing a lot of mental activities. And those mental activities, any time interest and attention goes into those mental activities, they're caught in the act of being identified as a thing, yeah? And not so much the thing. The thing represents the act of being identified as a doer, a thinker, a feeler, a taster, a toucher, a smeller. Uh, and therefore, sort of like a noun that now precedes all the verbing of life when all there is is verbing but now there's been a mental noun has been placed in a position of prominence and many of us see life from that noun yeah we see life uh, through a self-centered lens and we see how everything pertains to me and what the non-duality is presenting is that me isn't you yeah that's all it's just a negation of that it doesn't mean it's it's inept or incapable or less than adequate. It hasn't, there's no judgments of it other than the fact that it's not us. Yeah. So it's an activity that's implying something that's not true. And most of us are living from that which is being implied. Yeah. So when, when there's an entering of a satsang, there's a feeling of being Paul entering the satsang. So the two-ness is being brought into the message room, and then the tunis thinks it leaves with a message. <laughs> and then it inevitably leads the tunis to try to become a little more like a non self as a self. <laughs> How has that worked for us? <laughs> Then you have people trolling non-dual websites looking for commentary. And if any, any commentator has an I in it or a me, they're disqualified. <laughs> they have a faulty understanding of the law of non-duality. It's sort of like non-dual Pharisees. They know the letter of the law, but they don't have the spirit of it. Yeah. <laughs> So, unless you want to change the language and dedicate, well, I don't know how many years to do that, and then spend a lot of time trying to convince others to use the non-dual language, you might as well just wear the language loosely, you know, and maybe not take it so seriously. Because the, the language is used by objects. It's a subjective language used by objects, really, yeah? So the subjectiveness crowns it in this mental little hybrid, the subjectiveness is objectified, yeah? And so all these subjective activities that are going through us, like seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah, are now objectified as a seer, a hearer, a feeler, a taster, a toucher, a listener, the speaker, yes? So now the subjective event of this activity is now been objectified and that is what 
non-duality is negating that little subject-object hybrid. Yeah, so there is seeing, but there's no seer. There is doing, but there's no doer. There is feeling. It's not negating feeling, doing, thinking. It's negating the thinker, the doer, the feeler. That's all. Yeah? So instead of uh, trying to change life, you just, something just gets weakened, which is the interpretation of life is happening to me, gets weakened, and now it's life is happening. And I find that with the, with the masthead of life is happening, the, the little SS Paul travels lighter, yeah, in this little journey of time and space. So yet, and one of the things that comes to a realization in Paul is that it can't do it. It can't produce a lightness. Its desire to travel lighter makes things heavier, yeah? So it finds its own incap incapability and in that futile recognition, there's a huge hallelujah, yeah? How are you going to realize what you're using to figure shit out isn't yours if you keep trying to figure shit out with it, yeah? You're going to keep busily using <laughs> these, <laughs> these modalities. How are you going to see that they're a failed modality, yeah? You have to recognize, you know... She's a something stops and you're left, you're left with your own devices and then you realize they're not your devices, yeah? And that which was going to be a goal that you were going to do yourself into, it becomes obvious you are that, yeah? So all the time and all the space concerning the arrival and where and when you're going to arrive gets dismissed and you are what you're looking for, yeah? And if you are what you're looking for, I'm telling you, you're not going to be looking for it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's just that freaking simple. You'll be looking for everything else that you can find, but you won't be spending a second looking for what can't be found. <laughs> yeah, so, and that's traveling lighter, really. Yeah. You run in today, The head reacts to that as, oh, this is just another same old day, but then there's a response to it at the same time, but not from time, which is the living of the day. So now you have this little narration like a radio in another room instead of the all, the all glorious God of a CNN broadcast, yeah? You're not, so suddenly all that used to take so seriously is like comedy now. It gets turned into comedy, which it's much better suited for, tell you the truth. Yeah. So now you just live uh, a lighter style. Without any thought of effort, this isn't like you having to be called to arms and getting lighter. It's not like that. It's a, the interest and attention gets withdrawn from a lot of activities and things and then gets redistributed in a, a much more workable manner, yeah? So instead of the faith in tomorrow ruining your day, the faith is in now, and it's enriching your day, yeah?
You know, the seeker is the sort. Didn't turn into a whole book, you know? It was just like a signpost on a road. And you got it, or you don't, you know? You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It's not like you don't go to a, a debate circle and fucking argue it out. It's an invitation. If it fits, wear it like a spiritual shoe. Whatever can be perceived cannot be what's perceiving. Yeah? That's not like an 800-page thesis. It's an invitation to recognize in your own activity. Yeah? Listen to the head. Does the head believe that which can be perceived is what's perceiving? Yes, it does. Its whole narration is based on that premise. A Zen master, Hoang Po, came up and just said, hey, whatever can be, see can be perceived cannot be perceiving. There you it just took the whole platform away. Yeah? <laughs> it just it just it just nulled and voided the whole premise of what we've been listening to for fifty freaking years. Yeah? It cleared it up in one fell swoop. You may believe it or not, but at least it landed somewhere. Yeah? Hopefully it wasn't claimed by the perceived because it's gonna fight like hell to keep believing it's perceiving, yeah? Hopefully it it landed in the perceiving and then the perceived was seen clearly, yeah? And it was very clearly seen that the perceived is not what's perceiving, yes? That's not like volume one of a 12-volume fucking opus. It's an invitation. You, it lands or it doesn't, yeah? If it doesn't land, you keep coming back. Like, people who know me from 11 years ago, you know, call me up. Hey, is there anything new? No, there's nothing new. It's the same message. It hasn't changed one bit. The What it's coming through has changed. It's gotten older and maybe a little more fucking frustrated and whatever. But the, basically, the message is the same, same. There's, no, not, there's nothing new in non-duality in 2021. It's just, it's just a negation of the, the mechanisms that are, we seem to run as. Not run by, but run as. Yeah? And instead of, like, looking for light, you bring light into whatever you're looking at. Yes, it's so completely different. Yeah? If you're using the light of the sort to seek, and then you get hit with the message, the seeking, yeah, is for the sort. You are the sort. The seeker is the sort. There you go. Instead of trying to find light with light, you realize you are the light. Yeah? Completely different. Yeah? Both have light in it. Yeah? But one is the using of the light to look for the light doesn't work. The recognition of that, that invitation, there's a realization of the light or a sense of being the light, yeah? So now the correction occurred. The light was being used to seek light. The Buddha was being used to seek the Buddha. Big mind was being used to seek mind. You, you heard the invitation. You recognized that was actually happening. And then there's a correction, yeah? And now... 
the light isn't looking, using itself to find itself. Yeah? All right, that's all. Uh, anybody want to raise their hands? AP, Vietnam. Hi, Paul. Hi, everyone. Thanks for that. Um, I guess I just want to make a short report because I've, I've been um, experiencing some things the last couple of weeks. Uh, I was kind of traveling a lot lighter a few weeks ago, and um, I started to write some inventory. And, and then what happened was all of a sudden I started to feel you know, all this rage, you know, this kind of senseless rage uh, um, for no reason at everybody. I hate you, all of you, um, this kind of rage. And, you know, before, before you know, this experience coming up, it, it was like I was really fine with, with the way that things were. You know, I was fine with myself, fine with you. Um, and then all, all of a sudden, this rage comes up, you know, and I get really, I got caught up in it, you know, for about a week. It's like, what, you know, what the fuck's going on? You know, it's like, and, and one morning in the shower, it was like, you know, I, I just saw that, I just saw it from a different place. I just saw that, well, that's, that's not me. That's my rage. And, and somehow I started to get you know, the experience was kind of like I started to get pulled out of it, you know, and um, and I've been traveling a bit lighter since then. You know, I'm I'm still writing inventory. Stuff is coming up. Um, I'm not taking it as seriously as I was when when that's possible. I can't make myself not serious. But um, so I just yeah, I guess my question is, it's like. You know, and for lack of better words, it's kind of like it, it sort of felt like I was awake and then I fell asleep and then I was awake again, you know, and, and I keep seeing this pattern of kind of like traveling lighter. Then I'm all caught up in stuff that comes up and then I'm traveling lighter again, you know, and, and I guess there's a part of there's a part of JP that just wants it to be traveling lighter all the time. Right. And, yeah. and not have to. And not want to have to not travel lighter all the time. So um, I, I guess the question is, what what is that about? And yeah, what what is that about? Yeah. Well, first for people, this is a this is a like questions coming from recovery in a sense, so people don't get confused about inventory. So an inventory is something people in recovery do. And one of the themes of, of the inventory is to see how this idea of being self is what has defeated us through its manifestations. Yeah. All right. So just to be clear about that. 
this isn't a non-duality inventory. There would be no one to take the inventory. There'd be nothing to inventory, so to speak. Yeah, so. <laughs> the rage, first of all, also is energy. Is It's energy. Yeah, actually a pretty powerful energy. Uh, best to be surrendered from the recovery point of view. Yeah. Turn that resource because the mental state has turned it into something else. It's using it just like you can see something from another position. Things can be used differently quite a lot. Yeah. So sometimes that energy surrendered is very creative, very powerful. Yeah. When the mental state has it, it usually strikes out at someone else and causes a huge disruption maybe get into a fight or get arrested and shit like that or you know put your foot in your mouth but it's the same energy yes yeah so in the recovery world that would be something uh like a natural resource that would be better managed by being put in greater hands so to speak yeah so there that's how i would see that the idea of being awake and then not being awake is the, is the uh, imaginary dance of what is awake, which is us, yeah? So the absolute state is we're awake, and then it can appear to us that we're not awake, and then suddenly it can appear to us we're awake, yeah? Now, what claims the appearances isn't you, yeah? What's allowing those appearances is you. You are the awakeness, yeah? But how the awakeness is appearing is not only uh, the you that claims to be having that event of not being awake or being awake is what is the, the meaning of that appearance being claimed, yes? So something like you're walking around, you're feeling pretty good, your head says, oh, that's definitely from awakeness. And so now there's a Paul that's awake. Inevitably, that coin is going to turn, and now Paul will be, oh, feeling a little sad or contracted or he got upset on the road. Oh, that definitely proves I'm not awake. So now Paul now is the one who's not awake. So this, these appearances, these dualistic appearances, that are construed as expansive or contractive are claimed and, and then there's a JT attached to one or the other, the awake JT and the asleep JT. Now both those JTs are, are, are hoping for stability. <laughs> because they're not of stability, yes? They came, they come up from the claiming of appearances. <laughs> this is the major wet dream of people going to satsang. When they have that sense of being awake in daily living, why can't it stabilize? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that movement being claimed to imply a JT that's unhappy that the awake JT hasn't stabilized. <laughs> but we're all inherently that awakeness, yeah? 
Yeah, so what? So that awakeness is allowing, is allowing these two, let's say, opposites or two different appearances to arise. Yeah? Why, uh, why see that as conflict? Yeah? <laughs> why, you know, neither one is better than the other, really. <laughs> because the one will lead to the other. The awake JT will lead to the unawake JT, will lead to the awake JT, unawake. It just goes on and on. Yeah, just recognize you don't have, e I, I'm in either hunt, you don't have a dog in it. Yeah, you don't have the dog in the hunt. So therefore, you get to see it in a different way. Not from a different JT, but from a different way. You see both JTs. And you recognize there's no JTs, yeah? <laughs> so, yeah, I hope I covered the questions. Uh, especially it's JP. So there's oh, JP. <laughs> JP, JT, Nina, Mina, Tina. Thanks, yeah. Paul. Yes. Yeah, that was covered. Thank you. But remember the idea of surrender. Uh, it, it's very helpful, yeah? When you feel like you're outmatched, uh, put up your hands. <laughs> that energy is powerful and uh, just it's better distributed by something other than your mental state, yeah? I would say. Or better directed. Because the rage, when the mental state claims rage, it usually directs it at something. Yeah, and it and then it really directs it at you, the imaginary one, the most. Yeah, it's a nasty. Uh, it's like the idea of resentment. It's in recovery we say it's like you taking poison, poison to hurt the other person. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah. Basically, we can end every question here. It doesn't work. <laughs> That's the, the real answer is, why be so befuddled? It doesn't work. That's his message. <laughs> why argue with it so much? No, let me tinker with it. Make, I, can, I can make it work. No, it fucking doesn't work. Yeah? <laughs> that which is ag agitated isn't going to produce peace. That which is unstable isn't going to have stability. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the, stable, the stability is from below. It's not acquired in the, the Judy Punch puppet show. It's below. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, that which is Judy is that which is Punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, JP. Sorry, JP, for calling you JT. I wasn't seeing this. I wasn't seeing JP. All right. And Mary has her hand up. Mary. Hello, Paul. Hello. Good to see you again. Yep. Um, so you probably answered this question before, but 
I'm wondering about um, like how, like responding to, to like suffering, say in the world, like right now, I know a woman who's dying of bone cancer. She's younger than me. She has a young son. And yeah, just that question of, I mean, the course says, you know, none of it's real. You say this, I understand. And on some level, there's this, you know, kind of quiet underneath it all. But it's still, I just don't, yeah, I'm just kind of don't know. Hmm. I'm just throwing that out there. When you see atrocities and that kind of suffering, how to sort of, I know it's not me that's, you know, it's the, I mean, I recognize that whoever it is that's responding to that isn't me, but I just wonder how you, whether there's a progression of being able to just, you know, let that drop or. I don't know, honey, you'll find out. It's not a, like a road answer. Yeah, you're going to have a role to play. And uh, that role is fluid. Yeah, I would just rely on your incredible unreliability. And there'll be there, there'll be something there that will direct you. Yeah. Sometimes in a way, it's like holding the space. That's, that's the best you can do. I don't know. I don't have any opinions about atrocities and shit right now. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't want to get into it, really. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, opportunity to be of service here. Yeah. And as Jesus said, you can't serve two masters at the same time. So... If you're serving the master of the mental state, you're basically out to be of service to yourself, really. If you can, if you can recognize you're not that and weaken that connection with that action figure, you'll be put to great use. Yeah? Yeah. So that's how I see it. How I think about atrocities as a whole uh, you'd have to catch me when I'm thinking about atrocities and then I could tell you, you know, I'm not right now. Yes? Yeah. But then I mean, the topics, may be, the topics may be the same, but you're not. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of like when people would, uh, I'd be giving a talk and then, they knew I was, I liked being in the water and they would ask me, am I, are you afraid of sharks? And I would say no, because I'm, you know, I'm sitting in a room on land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know that I know the limitations of sharks. They can't come on land. So of course I'm not afraid of them. Maybe ask me that question when I'm in the water and I'd have a different answer. Yeah. Yeah. There's no road answer of how you're going to be confronting pain and atrocity yeah that's would, that's, how you, you that's how you may that's how you'll have the clearest response not knowing how to respond tell you the truth would you say that you travel lighter in this also though paul in your life when you just even like just you know the, this dreaming with a seeming suffering and it's all seeming and all that but do you just travel lighter in it with it 
I guess so, because I don't make note of if I'm yeah. traveling lighter or not. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have my opinions about stuff, but that, that's exactly what they are. They're opinions. Yeah. How I respond isn't, I don't have any rote answers. Yeah. I don't have like a list of responses, like a quarterback playing football and looks at the play by reading the defense, they pick out a play. I don't live like that, really. I just show up and see what happens, yeah? But you don't, like, so you might, okay, so you may feel compassion, like, even if I read something and, you know, it's about... Of course whatever. I feel compassion, yeah. yeah Who yeah, wouldn't yeah. feel compassion here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As an action figure. That's a that's a, an appropriate response to what what's happening in a lot of cases. Perfectly, perfectly fluid, appropriate response. Yeah, I'm not frozen. I feel a lot. It's just that I. Uh, I don't have a I don't have a book of maps of how to be. Yeah. I just show up and then, you know, this happened to me when, in, when I was speaking in recovery a lot when I was younger. Yeah. We'd have crazy meetings where I was presenting these ideas and there was some strange uh, happenings, violence and shit like that. And uh, I didn't have a clue what to do and most of the time. And yet something would come out and unbelievably, yeah? And people would come up and talk about my response to the situation. But I, as Paul, was super clear it wasn't my response, yeah? I was sort of frozen. I didn't know what to do. And yet something worked over and over again. And I've come to rely on that, yeah? Yeah. So I don't have, I don't have a playbook, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I follow certain principles as an action figure that I learned from recovery. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and the action figure knows, you know, like when I go to Australia and I get in a car, I just all I do is stay left. Yeah, I spent the last three weeks a year ago in Australia. I've lived there in the past and I, we rented a car and all I lived by driving the car was just stay left. The whole time, because they're on the opposite side of the street. If you if you make a right into a roundabout, you're fucked. So everything's left, left, left. That worked, yeah? It worked thousands of times. I drove for three weeks, yeah? Stay left. So it's, uh, I have certain principles like that. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Something will show me. <laughs> <laughs> if I, like I was a, if I, I if I was a grief counselor, if I was a grief counselor, every every singular event of something to grieve about, there would be a different message. I wouldn't have a fucking plan with it. Yeah, that's part of traveling later. Yeah, we think, yeah. So, <laughs> but you're, but you're, but you're. Just the uh, the basis of your uh, 
it is like like the course says you're kind of forgiving that all along, right? Like it's not. No, I'm not forgiving it. I don't take it to be real. So there's not exactly. even a forgiving of it. Yeah. yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of so, what I was wondering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I truly, I'm not talking out my ass. I, my take is this place is dreaming. Right. <laughs> That's is. what I was wondering. Now, I don't know. It doesn't mean there isn't weight being distributed and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. It, it's just a clearer description of what's happening. It's not real because it's going to come and go. It doesn't last. So basically, the best definition for me is dreaming. It sort of captures it very well. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't change the rides of the amusement park, but you'll travel lighter over the rides. Yeah? Yeah, that's all. It's just like, shit. I mean, I've had, uh, just think about what it would be like when your, your main problem was, oh, it's such a drag, I've got to go to work. And then you get run over twice by a car, being 28 years old, and your whole life fucking changes, yeah? There was taking that seriously, for sure, yeah? Was there, was there a Paul that took it seriously? I sh it sure believed there was, but in seeing it, there wasn't, yeah? Yeah. And there isn't a Paul that's taking this lightly. There's no Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So when something's taken lightly, it isn't Paul that's traveling lighter. And when something's taken heavy, it isn't Paul that's traveling heavy. There's just lighter and heavy. Yeah. I say traveling lighter. I don't say Paul's traveling lighter. <laughs> <laughs> just traveling lighter. Yeah? yeah. It's called Paul by everyone I know, but you can't pin it on me. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't pray to be compassionate. I don't pray for anything, really. Yeah. I just recognize certain things and they put, they, they just muted a lot of noisy topics. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they just, all the, all the, the, the discomfort and agitation leading to a question were all put out. They're just, it's just, uh, it's the last answer basically in this event. Yeah, I'm open for any new one, but nothing's come for 20 years or something. I don't know how long. And uh, <laughs> basically, I don't see anything coming, really. Yeah. I, I, I saw whatever I saw, and it was more than enough. Yeah. It put to rest a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You can agree or disagree. I don't care, really. I'm just not... Uh, how it expresses as a seemingly unique event isn't, isn't defined by any rules and regulations. Yeah, there's crazy wisdom. There's people who are very stoic and very straightforward and whatever. It's thousands, yeah? Yeah, it can, it can express any way it fucking wants, yeah? But the point is, 
you've been trading, you are a coin in the commerce of duality. Yeah? You see life from either heads or tails, both being implied to be you. Yeah? The tail wants the head to stabilize. The head wants to get, get in more into the tail. Yes? It's on and on and on. You're neither of that. Yeah? You're not going to... If you keep using the fucking coin of the realm, you're in the fucking realm in a way. Yeah? Yes? There's not a better Mary in the mix. Yeah, I hear you. And funny thing, well, I can't even say that to be true. I've met some people that are pretty clear and they're assholes. Yeah? They are. At least the last time I met them. I don't know what they're like now, but I didn't, I didn't really like them. <laughs> As the expression, yeah? But where they were coming from, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, this was the trick. It's just the way we look at things. You see somebody, you believe they have something that you don't, first of all, yeah? And then you see how they live, and you think if you duplicated the way they live, you would arrive where they, where they arrived. They didn't arrive there. What they're doing is an expression of where they're from. It's not a way of arriving there, yeah? You're not going to do yourself into an undoing state, yeah? And it can look any way it fucking wants. Hopefully, it's civilized enough so it can walk around in society. Yeah? And has enough sense of Paul because, you know, if you're completely blissed out, you better be in India where you'll have attendees or you'll be in an asylum in America. Yeah? It's not going to roll in Novato, California. Yeah? So... Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, honey. Thank you, Paul. Yes. You mean, remember, all these appearances are going to disappear. All of them. Yes? Yes, I understand. Yeah. Still get Velcroes in these little... Yeah, but I... I, I no! Hear... The great, really, the greatest shield is no shield at all. You're, you're, you're not of this place. You can move through this place. Yeah? You know, there was an incredible little movie from Argentina. It's hard to get. I think it's, you can't get it anymore. It was called Man Facing Southwest, I think. Yeah? And it was about this guy who walks into an asylum in Argentina. And he's, he's, directed to a counselor, and they showed in the beginning the counselor is bereft. I think his wife had died, and he's drinking all night, playing his saxophone. He would be like what Course in Miracles, Course in Miracles would call it, an unhealed healer. He was totally fucked in his own shit, and he's supposed to be helping others, yeah? So he was sitting there, and this guy comes in and tells this, this incredibly intricate story of being someone from another planet, yeah? 
which immediately gets him qualified to be in the asylum. And so now he's in the asylum and uh, a lot of the inmates are attracted to him. He's just like putting out a juice, this dude. And every day he has to stop on the grounds and he goes into a, like a little trance, almost like contacting the mother planet, yeah? Getting downloads so he could handle this fucking, this place. And then he he's now becomes like a Christ figure in this asylum. And the, uh, like the counselor takes him out and the guy sees a, someone cold and gives him his jacket and the counselor writes notes and everything. And so they keep trying to give this guy drugs, but he won't take them. And so that this awakeness can be very influential, right? Yeah. Suddenly they decide to shoot him up with the drugs. They start shooting him up with the drugs and he, and then he can't find that contact anymore, symbolically, yeah? And now he's getting angry and frustrated and he won't share lunch with his other inmates and shit, yes? Not that that availability wasn't available. He was seemingly, it appeared that he was cut off from it, yes? This is the idea of, based on awakeness, there's a belief in the mental state that you can be awake, but probably you're not awake. And you're more not awake than you'll ever be awake, yeah? And you're watching that intently and finding some kind of hopeful stability in that. You're like a juggler watching the balls, and you're the one that's throwing the balls and hoping them to stop. Yes? Hoping them to freeze in mid-flight so that the juggler will entertain certain peace. It's fucking impossible. See what you're not. It's not outside conditions or circumstances, it's us, yeah? We've, we're addicted to the, to the commerce, to the coin of the realm. The mental state, we're not, the mental state is addicted to keep flipping heads and tails. Yeah? I was so expansive yesterday, but I'm so contracted today. You're serving two masters at the same fucking time. I hear it all the time. People are at a Zoom, not at, let's say at the live meetings. Oh, I feeling I feel the presence and everything, but... Tuesday, I've got to go back to work. It's like a fucking pledging, you know, a pledging allegiance to two fucking masters. And actually much more so to the one of time than the one of timelessness, for sure. Yeah? That's the mental state. You're not going to get out of the mental state as a mental state. You're not of that. You're not the one that will be there when it's stabilized, and you're not the one that fucked up when it's unstabilized. You're neither, yeah? Then you walk in, and then you see stuff. And then you see it differently, like someone said before. Exactly. You're not trying to see it differently. You're stuck on any way of seeing, and so you see things differently. At the time when they're being seen, yeah? It doesn't become... A manifesto, you just see it differently when you're seeing it. Yeah. Sometimes, like in AA, it's good to be compassionate. Sometimes, no fucking way. You do people a disservice trying to keep them from their bottom. What? Yeah. Yeah. There's no rule book. 
This is a fluid appearing, disappearing, appearing, disappearing. You can't have a rigid view here. It won't fucking work. Yeah? You give the same medicine to everyone, you'll kill half of your patients. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. Thank you both. I just wanted to add, too, how, this, how sneaky this kind of gets, because you, you know that kind of psychological question, if uh, somebody's on a train track and uh, you can either save them if you know that the train's going to run over them, but if it diverts and goes the other way, it'll kill more people. So you have, you know, that kind of, uh, that's actually just to terrify you. <laughs> As though, you know, they know there's no particular answer, but even to suggest that kind of, uh, you know, I'm not saying it not, might not be important in some cases for, you know, somebody studying what we're not, right? But in general, it's like, like John just put in the chat, uh, the agitation leading to a question is gone. So you wouldn't come up with those kind of torturous <laughs> psychological questions. You know, as though it's a reasonable thing to ask. Anyway, well, yeah, exactly, because you can you can swear on fifty Bibles. This is what I'm going to do if I ever run into that situation, and you're going to run into randomness. You're probably not going to do what you swore you were going to do, yeah, because yeah? there's no fucking you. First of all, <laughs> that's the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> If you live from a point of reliability, there's an assurance that takes away the need to know a lot of stuff before you need to know it. It just does, yeah? Yeah? It takes away that urge to know shit before you need to know it. It does. You're just like, fuck it, you know? <laughs> right now... I'm my cat's. I'm gonna. I'm responding to this situation like my cat is. It's sleeping. Yeah. It could be dead tomorrow, but thank God it's not sitting up all night worrying about it. It's just sleeping here. It's beautiful. Yeah. So. And actually, and I'll add. It struck me Monday night in, in our group. Uh, somebody mentioned how in their situation, they were treating somebody lovingly that in the conventional worldly sense, you're supposed to like punish them or, or contain them or whatever. And, and her, and sh she was choosing, she used the word lovingly, but not, it's not different than what you've been saying. Right. And that was just, that's the, the same thing. It's like the, why would you want to necessarily choose any worldly conventional rules, you know, punish this person that way. Right. There's no answer for why you would want to be loving, you know, to those kind of people, except you get to be the one that's loving <laughs> it's just, or, or living. Just, yeah. Yeah. Being okay to be okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Johannes dropped his hand while we were talking. Yeah. I think that the answer uh, comes. Um, I was uh, struggling with um, the kind of, um be okay with not knowing because at the moment there's a lot of exhaustion because um i i'm i'm quite clear that i'm not a doer of anything but um when um decisions have to be made or so i feel frozen because i thought see it clear i'm not a doer of anything but um yeah, 
but I don't know. I don't have a tendency to go in this direction or this direction, and um, it feels not quite light. It feels feels quite heavy and frozen. And I said, like, okay, what to do? Or where to go? There come no impulses. So, and um, when you say or talking about surrender, I really have a hard time to surrender to anything. And um, yeah. Well, surrender um, that idea. Okay. Surrender that idea that you have a hard time to surrender to anything. It's just an idea, yeah? Yeah. I think it has to do some kind of um, with my upbringing or so that uh, I have no trust in anything, more or less. Yeah. And, uh, and I have no trust that the things go in a good direction for, for, for this action figure, more or less. Well, it kind of often happens that I don't go in the wrong direction and I have a hard time with it. So um, I really struggle with this kind of trust and this kind of surrender. Because when I try to surrender or something, I really have a hard time after that. Or, or Yeah. Well, have you noticed that whatever you do, there's a value in either? either? Uh, when I've gone the quote-unquote wrong way, and then other times I've gone the quote-unquote right way, they both had value. Yeah. The wrong way told me it was the wrong way. Okay. And then I learned, yeah. The right way provoked gratitude. Yeah. That it worked out. Yes. So both, it's not so much the way, it's us in them. You know, how, how are we seeing it? And are we saddled by the way we're seeing it that we never see the aliveness of either way? We just have old ways, you know? Like I had this thing too. I used to be a house painter, yes? So in running the house, the, you know, I had my own business, so I had to give the estimate to the people. Now I felt uncomfortable asking for what I was worth, yeah? yeah. So I would, I, would, I would put off calling them up with the estimate as much as I could almost to the point of losing the job because I was afraid they were going to go, you motherfucker, that's too much. And I would go, yes, I believe it. You know, no, it was just this weird freaking thing. So, and you know what I found? No matter what happened, it all worked fucking out. If I, if I called them three days later or a day, you know, or never, it still worked out. Yeah. You know, so the, the, the immense importance that freezes us, it's really not that important in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I did, I, I got another job when I missed one. Yeah. I was taken care of for years being a house painter. <laughs> you know, I was probably a terrible, because I would really choke on calling people up and saying, all right, I'll do this job for 12,000 or something. Yeah. But I never lacked 
my needs not being met, everything like that. So basically all the huffing and puffing, you know, was really, there wasn't a big house to blow down, you know? Things worked out. Haven't you noticed that in your life? You're, you're here, yes? Yeah, yeah. See, all the, the view, you have to see, we're not seeing, we're looking from a view based on a view, yeah? And that looking is like bifocal and it has a lot of blind spots and it promotes a lot of blindness, it does. That's called self-centeredness, yeah? Now, what happens is if you change, let's say the camera location, you'll get different, you'll see different vistas, yeah? Where the camera location? <laughs> That's all I can say, yeah? We want everything to change for the location. No. Yeah. Realize this is a fluid event so that you can fit yourself around circumstances and constantly trying to fit circumstances around you. It doesn't work. Yeah. So whatever's gone on in your life, Johannes, there's things that have been learned from it, which has value. Yes. Yes. I used to not listen to my gut and I'd have incredible consequences. Now I listen to my gut and I have different consequences. Yeah. I learned. I learned over time that if I flip out in the street on the road, I'll probably end up in jail. I can't give somebody the finger. Uh, there's going to be a something's going to occur. I'm going to run into something. It's just that's how life happened with me. I learned that. Yeah. And so in by learning it, I I was led not to do a lot of the shit that used to jackpot me in life. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this cow can learn to go down another trail to get to the trough. It can. It has that ability. What it's saddled with, for many of us, is a lot of fucking old ideas being like a constellation surrounding the planet Paul. You, the planet Paul wants those ideas to be fixed. No changing the constellations. No this, no that. Yeah? So the way that view of life from 1983 does isn't applicable now it's not yeah so what brought about a fluidity in me was realizing i'm not managerial quality yeah yeah that's i didn't know me. if there was another possibility i didn't know if there was another channel to jack into but i knew i couldn't follow k paul and i just knew it it was the death of me it was and uh and you know what i had the ability to be convinced and i also had the ability to react to the to to its effects yeah i have such an intimate feeling around the word surrender i do it means it's like uh you know hugging someone i love it has that same intimacy you know, that generate what generates when you're hugging, when I'm hugging Amelia, there's something generated. That's what it surrenders like for the action figure. Yeah. And it's been a godsend because uh, 
every every decision in life would have been shadowed with that thing about giving the person the estimate. Everything. Yeah. I thought I was so much, but I had nothing coming. You know, it was just a weird fucking fucking GPS. Yeah. It didn't it didn't even want to give me the maps because it didn't feel like it deserved to arrive at any of the destinations. <laughs> it was insane. I mean, completely. The only way I could get relief from it was getting totally bozoed out, just fucked up completely. Yeah. And from that view, there was it was a hopeless state of mind or body. It wasn't a seemingly one. It was hopeless. Yet I'd been corrected, thank God. Yeah. As the action figure. And then the great light of non-duality, which never moves, never goes anywhere, doesn't breathe, doesn't contract and expand, doesn't move a little more over there and a little less over here. That light is shining in this life. Yeah. Wow. So, Thank you, Paul. I try to avoid tons of shit all day. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Remember that book called the uh, Ash Vakalaka or whatever? They were describing someone awake and he didn't even want to open his eyelid. It was too much work. <laughs> it sort of gets like that. <laughs> yeah. I love you, bro. And listen... All of these little uh, blind spots can be worked out or can be at least accepted. They can. Maybe through the help of others, yeah? Or through community. Yeah. Yeah? Thank you. And you yeah. have a community here, Johannes. Yeah. You have a community in the Zoom. Yeah. There's a lot, yes. A lot of people care about you, so, yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yes. Thanks, Johannes. Um, Satish. Uh, Satish. Where are you? <laughs> I, I'm trying to find you. Let's see. I hear you. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yo. Hey, Satish. How are you? Okay. Uh, a beginner question. When you say you that you are, what's the definition of you? The you that I am, there's no definition. It's just pointing. It's pointing. It has no purpose other than that. Yeah. I mean, apparently the, that you has some qualities or characteristics. Right, right, yeah. Well, it doesn't have any characteristics of a you. So it was just pointing. Just <laughs> yeah. Pointing at what? Well, that's what you need to find out. Okay. If I gave you an answer, it wouldn't help. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, thanks. You have to, Satish, you're going to have to forgive us because uh, 
I see language like a jazz player. I'm just I'm using the word. The the word is like a symbol in a drum set. It's not the word I'm looking for. It's this. It's more the sound. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So this is sort of like verbal jazz. We're trying to trigger notes. Da 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 da. Yeah. So. To define the drum would be missing the point, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Someone the other day, a, a lady, described a lot of what I feel is happening at these Zooms perfectly. Were you there, Tina? I think so. She was just like, I think it was just the other day, she gave a beautiful thing. She doesn't know what's going on here, but there's something that's happening exactly. So. Yeah, she don't get too caught up in the symbol. It's the sound that is moving from the symbol. Yeah, yeah. The set, the the chord, the uh, the strings can be totally out of tune, but they're produced. They're playing a great tune. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the spirit of it of satsang to me. I know Satish, you sense something. We all do. And I'm hoping some of these discordant notes are hitting that little uh, drum. Yeah. 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 That's, that's all. I keep coming. Oh. You know, yeah, that's coming. the whole point. Yeah. And uh, it's sort of like a musician that didn't learn how to read music. Yeah. But he can surely play. He can be used to play incredible notes, but he can't read music. He doesn't know what anything means. Yeah. I feel like uh, if an image can be provoked, it's worth thousands and thousands of words. Yeah. So, or, or, and sometimes an image isn't an image, it's a sense. And that's what I hope is being conveyed here a little. Yeah. Throughout the day. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, Satish. Thanks for coming. I appreciate your presence here. Thanks, Satish. John Luna. John Luna. From Long Island, right? <laughs> yep. From Huntington. Yeah. yeah. Rockville Center, Ripple. Rockville Center. Uh, don't you forget that, yes. No, center people look down on Huntington, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, after our, the last uh, meeting, again, it keeps, the message keeps kind of working its way deeper in, inside of me. And, um, but I noticed like some difficult uh, feelings and emotions coming up. <laughs> yeah. and, states, and states and i'm not trying yeah. to i'm not trying to do anything with them uh, i almost feel like uh i can't even do anything like i can't move away from it and i usually would go into a story mostly about the past or the future or try to do something to just not feel whatever it is i'm feeling and i'm just kind of stuck feeling which in the end is good because then there's a sense of it doesn't matter like anything could happen and this thing is not so precious it's always there yeah but but that doesn't mean i wouldn't there is a part of me that would like to feel 
better more often. I mean, it's not, but I do understand this may just be what, what's got to happen. But what I wanted to ask you, and this probably maybe isn't a great question, but I feel the understandings here. I know it's not in the body, but it's just, uh, and I, I don't mean by mental, but it's kind of up here. Like it's not, you were talking about it coming down to your gut and having that gut sense. And I kind of intuitively know what you're talking about. And I'm saying, does, does this, do these things have to occur? Is there things that just have to be not gone over, not, 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 not psychotherapy, not trying to pick it apart, but just experienced and just kind of felt and held in whatever that openness, that space is, so that it can be released, whatever. And then the, the, the knowing can kind of drop down deeper to a place that's more, that, that at least is experienced as more stable. It seems like that's the case for you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not the case for everybody, but I would, I feel it's, it's, uh, for you. Yeah. You know, your citadel is your intellect, right? And your mental, yeah, there's a reliance, a great reliance on that. That's, uh, that brick and mortar can be put to better use. So it's going to get undone, so to speak. <laughs> Everything wants to see certain things uh, just want their five minutes on the stage. You can't rush them off. Yeah. And then what happens is they get reconfigured. Yeah. So now in some kind of weird way, we think we have some control by anesthetizing something into complete rigor, you know, rigor mortis, you know, but it takes up a lot of fucking space. All right. these, all these frozen things. And, uh, you know, like Jesus said, your house is like a mansion, but you're sleeping in the fucking, you know, closet, you know, you got <laughs> the rest of the mansion is a storage unit. <laughs> you know, that's not a working system. That's a failed, that's the, that's the uh, evidence of a failed system that we've relied on, yeah? Now, when you allow that to, you know, when you don't react so strongly and let it have its time, it's gonna be put to better use, it's energy, yeah? Mm -hmm. We're like a reclamation, uh, we're like a recycling completely and it's sort of out with the old and in with the new. You're in one of those phases, bro. Yeah, the old that was relied on has got to go. It's, you know, so, and uh, this is where, you know, from the skin's point of view, it's scary, but from the snake's point of view, it's going to be hallelujah because the snake has gone through the, the experience of molting before. It knows it's going to get much nicer scales and, it's going to be more attractive to females and it's really going to promote its life a lot better, but it's got this fucking skin with a giant megaphone yelling and screaming, don't, it's Armageddon, don't, don't let that, don't let me fall off. Yeah. But you know better. So just, you're in good hands. Let the process continue. Yeah. And even if you fuck it up, it still makes, it turns into the process. You can't fuck it up. <laughs> that's really what what gets really revealed is your irrelevance yeah. <laughs> you, you cannot be oh if i don't go along with the you know the seeking god there'll be no finding god 
or even if there is God, I'll block you off from it. It's all bullshit. There's no, yeah, 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 yeah. This thing doesn't have the ability to stop light. It's just ridiculous. It's just, it's just, it's just life uh, configured in a certain way where we miss it. We're calling, we're calling seeing, looking here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Looking is seeing uh, expressed in time, yeah? So we're using seeing to look for a seeing. That's what's so insane, yeah? Yeah. But we don't realize what's looking is what we're looking for because that's the seeing. But we believe, see, if you... When you're when you're just sitting here, let's say, and there's like gazing, you got no intention or nothing. Uh, everything is pretty slow down. It's the seeing is like panoramic, yeah. Then there's then there's a seeing that gets focused in time, and it's now looking for something. It becomes blind to a lot of shit, yeah. It does. Yet it's the same seeing. But now it has the flavor of time in it, yeah? And it turns into a looking, and then that looking is claimed to imply the looker, yeah? And now there's Tina and Paul and John, you know, fucking constantly reinforcing our relevance, you know? And (laughs) But all in all... uh, you know, what you're looking for is what's looking, and that's seeing, yeah? It's not of time, so you're not going to find it here. You're not, you're not going to find it through time, I'm telling you. <laughs> is, is, is it kind of a shift where the experience, instead of implying a looker, just keeps implying that there's not a looker? You know, an experience, you know, a doer. Yeah. It's sort of like the same thing that used to make yes. imply a doer is exactly. now showing you that it, there's no doer. Exactly. That's like using the poison as an antidote. That's the right. that's the art of uh, satsang. Right. So don't let anything. Don't don't. There's no stance of trying to keep any part of life out because it all could be useful. Anything is useful. You no. Know, well, the thing is, it's not that extreme proclamation. It's just yeah, like right. sometimes you open the door, sometimes you keep it locked. I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? I can't. It's not like nothing comes in or everything comes in. No, <laughs> there's discrimination and shit. Some shit is best to be distracted from. Yeah? You just distract yourself, you know, for five minutes. Like it's, you know, eat it, eat some chocolate or something. <laughs> These are minor little. It's not like it's it doesn't have a huge. Oh, this is gonna ban me from heaven for twenty years. It doesn't have that much meaning. There's just, no, there's just no rules, really. There's just yeah, really if no. you're feeling uncomfortable, you know, fucking to me, lay down works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, uh, whatever. If you're feeling uncomfortable, maybe it's because you ate too much or something. Usually it's not like, you know, you know, it's not like I I can't respond to being uncomfortable. There's no, no, I do. (laughs) I take, I take the pants off and I put pajamas on. I feel incredible (laughs) relief where the, 
part of wearing the pants, there was a denial of the discomfort in certain areas, if you know what I mean. Once I get home, I take the pants off. Ah, there's relief. <laughs> We're talking about a relief that's there. It doesn't come from anywhere. It doesn't come from something changing. It's not even relief. It just is. Yeah? So wearing pants, not wearing pants, it's available. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't I don't express it better with loose fitting garments, you know? Like <laughs> it just it is what it is. At all times, anything and everything else is happening. Yeah. That's an assurance you can fucking rely on. Right. Or else it wouldn't be that if it wasn't, right? It's that unbelievable. I mean, you know, look at all the times you thought you split and then you return, where you return to was always the same return, as if it never left, yeah? When you feel presence, it feels like every other time you ever felt presence. The shit happening in it may be different, but the sense of presence is exactly the same as when I was a kid now. Exactly. It seem, It feels like. It's not like, oh, this is the presence of 2021. It's not, it, it didn't go through any of changes because it's not of time. Yeah, it's just, yeah, doesn't it feel like that? Yeah. You go on the mental train and then you get off and you're, oh, I actually never left the station. Exactly. <laughs> All the trains have left, but you never left. Yeah. Isn't that funny? You'll be, you'll have full steam ahead in a fuck it upstairs. And then suddenly there's a pause and all the momentum stops like that. It's physics, it's in physics, it's impossible. It stops like that. There's no more movement. The whole, you're, and you're right where you've always been. Yeah. Yet you thought you were going 80 miles per hour to hell. The whole thing. After a while, you got to see the unreality of shit. You got to. Right, 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 right. After a while, it just stops. It doesn't have much. Because now you have the eyes to see the evidence. Yeah, the evidence isn't being doctored up, nor is it being directed from the brain to the body. You're seeing it from somewhere else. And so you see, as Zen would say, blue is blue and red is red. Things become clear. Not because they become clear, you're clear. <laughs> the, the shit out there is as clear as possible all the time. Yeah. It comes and goes. Not real. <laughs> it changes from every moment. Not real. You know, I mean, how much evidence do you need? And it's true. The constant reminder of what you are is the seeing of what you're not. That's per that's a perfect use of the poison as an antidote. Yeah. In my view. There's a lot of that right now, so that's good then. Yeah, very good, bro. And you know, remember too, it's okay when the shit hits the fan to speak to others. You don't have to be a... There's no pride in non-duality. No. <laughs> There's no pride in non-self. Yeah. Right. You you have the you have the ability to respond to whatever level the appearance of Paul is on. 
Sometimes he needs a pail of water because the house is on fire. Sometimes he can just pontificate about there's no thing and this and that. There's all different times and different appropriate responses. It's, it's a fluidity. Yeah? It's not like a rigid, it's not like fundamentalism. It's not dogmatic. This applies to fucking every situation. It doesn't. Yeah? You flow and then you meet the river at a certain point and that's the rivering at that point. You meet it a day later and at a different point it may be a different rivering. Yeah? Some people call me, I'll let them talk for 30 minutes about what's not happening and they're all fucked up because that's what they seemingly need. Another person, they got a big story. It's not a person, but a big story. I cut it off at the fucking, at the root. I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to hear my stories. Why would I want to hear your stories? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's different. And then the next day, the other person may call and it'll happen differently. Yes, yeah. Yeah. No fixation, no fix, no fixed points. Really. Well, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say. Oh, you know, I can't apply because this is all imaginary. If it was a real, a real problem, you'd have a real solution. It's an imaginary problem, and in mm -hmm. fact, there is no need for a solution. That's what happens when you entertain the solution. There's no need for one. Because it's an imaginary condition. Yeah? So its purpose as a solution, is its value is only from the problem's point of view. When you entertain a solution, there is no fucking problem. Then there's no need for a solution. Beautiful. Yeah? You don't, you don't have, oh, I got the solution in my back pocket. No, you don't. Yeah? Yeah. And you make mistakes and everything, of course. This is what happens here. This isn't like a unobstructed, clear sailing all the fucking time. Right. You run Still into things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, things happen. And so if and uh the whole point really is we we're too inclined to put the emphasis on the messenger, not the message. Yes? In other words, thinking a person is greedy instead of being greed expressing through that person. Because that, in fact, I feel is what's happening. There's a mental wind called greed that's blowing through a lot of us. Yeah? And when we see it from an us, from a you, we think it's you. Right. You're fucking greedy. No, you're not. Yeah? So it applies to everybody. Expressing through you. Clarity is expressing through Paul. Paul is not clear. Paul can't even get out of the house without four attempts. I can't <laughs> get shit. I used to live in a big house. I, I must have, I walked miles a week, really, because there was an upstairs. I forget something. By the time I got, I forgot something. I forgot the thing downstairs. I would just be walking around in circles. <laughs> You know, how can Paul be so clear? Because there isn't a Paul, don't you understand? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Nizagadada, a great master. You know, people used, I used, there were stories about people being perplexed why he smoked cigarettes. And he would just say, hey, throw the body a bone, man. Give me a fucking break. And he loved to 
put up pictures of saints and and polish the thing and put a candle. Why there are no saints? I know, but fucking let me enjoy my rituals, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, that's an unclear vessel for the message. Give me a fucking break. Every vessel is unclean. <laughs> that's part of being seemingly a vessel. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. I hate Paul Hedeman. Great. I don't care. But do you hate the message? Why don't you hold that for a while? You can find out a lot about Paul that's not desirable, I'm sure. But why not hold the message? Yeah. See if it works. If it works, it works. I always was surprised about that. Not actually. I had this thing about Carlos Castaneda when I was young. I read, I read some of those books. And man, I didn't know how the marathon of the mind, the marathon run of the mind was in so many closets. And some of these books I read opened up and my mind could roam around and entertain other ideas. And then as I grew older, a lot of people prove to the to without any doubt that there was no Don Juan, but there was for me. Yeah. There was Carlos Castaneda's a fraud. I don't give a shit. I love the books. Yeah. And then I a friend of mine now lived with Castaneda and the witches. And I believe him. So fuck, you know, so it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's what happens with us, yeah? Right. Yeah. You can't you can't take put a picture in a frame of the message. You can't. So we we have pictures of messengers that we feel a sense of gratitude about the message, yeah? Really? That's art here. That's an expression here. So we express the inexpressible by putting a picture of Ramana in a nice place and it changes the atmosphere of the room. Fantastic, yes? Why not, you know? Why not? But the message, the message, yeah, is what lives, yeah? Ramana passed away, the body. Right. Yeah? The message of Ramana hasn't because it wasn't, it wasn't of Ramana, it was through Ramana. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah, the, yeah. The understanding and then all else, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'm so happy, John, you're here, you know. I am. Thank you. you bring mm -hmm. a lot to this meeting, so and as everyone else does. So without all of us, this thing can't be cooked. So. Yeah, I'm enjoying yeah. it. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Oh, it's funny. I'm on my 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 uh, iPad. Won't tell me time now. I don't know how long it's been going. Hmm. Tina. Okay. Hi, Paul. It's hey, Tina. Tina or Nina or Nina, one of those. Yeah. Doesn't matter anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I like Tina, so that's good. Okay. Um. So. I'm actually, I just want to report back. Um, first, the relief of this, I don't even know what you call this, the way this works. Um, 
the relief I have from it not being me is unbelievable. And yesterday, you know, I, my action figure, that thing about pride and the thing about not wanting to tell people things and um, where I go to with that and the, and the intensity of it is so strong. But what, what was amazing is I had decided I'm not telling anybody this thing I did and nobody's going to know. And, and I woke up in the morning and I had, and I had this really shitty feeling in my stomach. And I was like, oh shit, I hate that feeling. I'm just going to ignore it. And I'm, and all my thoughts are, I'm not going on the meeting. I had a recovery meeting and, and I love that the action figure has the spiritual principles because I knew this is the spiritual principle and not like in a bad way, but in a way like just physically. Anyway, I ended up, I literally felt something made my fingers go onto the meeting because my head's going, you're not going on that meeting. Well, I, but I went in the Zoom meeting. It felt the way my body would feel when, when my head would say, you need alcohol. Like you're getting in the car, you're drinking it. Like I was taken over, but, but this morning I was literally taken over with, you're going to go into that meeting. I'm in the meeting. Someone had just shared, obviously the exact same thing I had just done. So now yeah. I'm listening to people responding with like love and kindness to it. It seemed to be someone who had done the exact same thing. And I'm like, like, so I just hit the like raise hand, spoke at the meeting, said what I had done, got like amazing texts from people. Anyway, I ended up getting a sponsor, which that I've been looking for, like said these things. Anyway, all this stuff opened up and it was just, it was just like such this demonstration of everything my head had been telling me completely wrong like and then and then being moved through me like the spiritual principle take the you know do this thing and like bam and it may not even sound like a big deal to you guys but i've been this is a really big deal to me and it's like i love that feeling like you were talking about hugging your girlfriend like i felt that embrace that warmth of because it wasn't just one person too. It was, and there are people, just the whole shift, it was amazing. So anyway, just how you're describing everything. I just went through that today, like so heartfelt. So I, I just wanted to say thank you. Oh, great, honey. Yeah, these are the demonstrations, yeah? You honor them and then, you know, that perhaps there's a better way the perhaps drops off and it's the better way of trusting something infinite rather than finite self. Mm -hmm. And the example in that moment was not listening to your head. Something else took over the body and brought it to where it needed to be. And it used it just like the old fucking God used to use you. But the effects were dramatically different because it has a different intention. Yeah. Its direction is different. Yeah, it may still go somewhere, but its direction is completely different. And now you've got a new driver in your life, being all-powerful, 
It's going to take care of us. Yeah, if we stay close to it and you can't be far from it and do its works well. And who's the hell to say what's doing his works well or not? Yeah, so just assume you're doing his works well by just following the, the simple principles of recovery. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, honey. Great to see that. Thank you. Yeah. See, I like in, in the action figure world, I like the idea, you know, in Sufism, yeah, they put out the, or like if you ever read Rumi and stuff, he calls the, the indescribable the beloved, right? Completely beautiful non-duality, but he has in the artistic expression as an action figure, it's the beloved, yeah? And he's seeing the beloved everywhere. Yeah, well, it, for me in AA, it's the higher power and surrender. So as an action figure, how I image the unimaginable is of a great force, always available at all times, right where I am, with no requirement necessary to meet it, other than the ones my head makes up, which is not me. Yeah, and therefore, I love traveling like that. Yeah. So it's funny, you get the, you get one sense of it, and then you get an artistic expression of it through the action figure, which is really the art of living. So to me, the art of living is to know I'm being directed instead of being the director, yeah? And I can totally tell the difference of what's downloading through me than what used to download, <laughs> <laughs> completely different yeah like almost like a almost as different between water and oil really extremely and so you can tell the old by the feeling of the new so you really recognize something by seeing what you're not in the in the vernacular of the non-dual talks yeah yeah thanks thanks a lot for that share honey thanks Nina Anybody else want to raise their hand? We can end, bro, eh? What time is it? I don't know. Judith is already laying down. Oh, Judith. <laughs> I'm up. Uh, nice to see you, honey. Good to see you, Paul. Oh, Paul, I just want to report something. It seemed like the action figure Judith really needed to get your permission. And last week, oh, on Saturday, you gave all of us your permission to just go ahead and absorb it all and get it. And um, when I was reading Nisargadat, Nisargadat said how much he trusted his guru. And his guru told him, one thing, don't forget, you are Sadguru Parabrahman. And Nisargadat said, I trusted him. Paul, I trust you so much. Every word you say is gold to me. Thank you so very much because traveling lighter is so wonderful and it's so beautiful for me. I appreciate it tremendously. Thank you so much. Um, I, I'm not a, the follower kind of girl, 
but I just adore listening to you and I love being in the company of all these beautiful people and and they're all so sincere and wonderful and it's just great to see all of them lighten up it's it's beautiful Paul thank you so much well yeah let's thank us very nice yeah yeah just beautiful thank you yeah Yeah. deeply appreciative yeah oh absolutely so much appreciation and compassion and and that that feeling of that you talk about hugging Amelia is there with me all the time that I can't give it to just one person it belongs to everybody great yes yes it's beautiful thank you yes well you know once what's beautiful is uh when a when an image makes an impression it gets reproduced a lot mm-hmm. in the in the life yeah when yeah. something strikes you and leaves an impression it seeks expression that's the dualistic dance yeah so so many of uh You know, so, so many of these words, like, uh, you know, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, have just, just like an avalanche. They just, they're like an avalanche of an image, yeah? And they, uh, they're like gifts that keep on giving. You know, I've used, you know, because I had such a feeling around them, I find ways of they coming out. And every time, it's so beautiful. Uh, you know, lightness has a, a incredibly different weight than anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has an incredibly different weight. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it can press upon you, but no, it's not suffocating or squishing. Yeah, but it's it's unbelievable, really. So. I hope that through these talks that we trigger those images that we all have available that produce a sense of something like an avalanche of whatever. It may turn into okayness. It may be, it's going to be, it could be seen almost as an opposite of of an opposite of something that's you didn't know was there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah it's uh cool thank you judith thank everybody thank you thanks everybody thank you judith it's like a lovely evening over there yeah let's see who's in the closet hold on my special guest this is your life Hwang Po, come on out, Hwang. Uh, uh, <laughs> Forget Hong Po. We have Paul. <laughs> yeah. Paul is better. <laughs> well, it's the same. Of course, it's all the same. Well, at least Paul's alive at the moment. <laughs> that's one yes, value I think I have over Hwang Po. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's no difference between Hang Po and Paul. That's yeah. Hang Po isn't poing anymore. Pauling is Pauling still. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I think we're going to end, eh? 
Unless you come back and channel through somebody else. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's no other hands. Oh, another hand? No, no other hands. All right, great. So let's say goodbye to everyone. Mike, thank you for all the service. Pleasure. I gave some of that food that you brought to uh, Z. Do you like it? I haven't heard back from him. He was here. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he may have. I'll talk to him tomorrow. I just gave him to it today. We got Kerry. Nice to see you, Kerry. Oh, Your fan you. is fading quickly, Kerry. Uh, <laughs> he goes back May 1st. Oh, you got to get to You better go to this tanning salon. Yes. <laughs> Judith, as always, fantastic. Susan, she's at chin level. That's good. That's a good sign. John K, as always. Nice to meet you, uh, Nikki, from BC. Nice to meet you. Where in BC are you? Central BC. It's called the Okanagan Valley. Yeah, yeah. I, I was Yesterday, there. Hmm? You pronounced my, uh, I said put Nikki Okanagan, and then you thought it was my last name. Yeah. But I like the way you said it was Okanagan. So I like that all day. I made you Irish. <laughs> and I was singing it to the Canadian anthem, Oh, Canada. Anyway, I had time with it. Okanagan. I did a, I spoke at a young people's thing there years ago for oh. recovery, AA. A yeah. couple of thousand people. What? And I had a, something happen with my astucian tube and my ear went dead so what anytime i spoke it sounded like a broken stereo and i had to speak like four times it was insane like Kelowna or something like that i was just i couldn't there was like uh they had me standing on my head they did the okay. ear wax thing nothing could help it was crazy okay. all right nice to see you honey Thank you, dear. we got tyler tyler e nice to meet you again tyler linda as always one of the one of the love, uh, one of the love foundations of Zen Bitslap. And Paul, I have to say thank you. I came into this meeting very heavy, and I feel much lighter. So uh, there you go. Thank you. That's right. It all got recycled, honey. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. Johannes, as always, nice to see you, bro. Sanda, Sanda, Sanda. She's uh, she's holding. She's the, her and Brahmi are the anchor of India for the Zen Bitch Slap community. Nice to see you, honey, as always. We got Gary C. He's the, uh, he's the master of the corner, yes. We got Z, Zlatko. Nice to see you, Z, as always. Mary G, fantastic. You never have to worry about being of service to others. Mary, you can't help yourself. It's of your, it's of your nature. Yeah. Kenneth, pleasure, Kenneth. Nice to see you. George, hey, the void, he's got a little scoff. Is it a little cold in the void tonight? <laughs> Clifford, my man in Chiang Mai. I'd love to go back to Chiang Mai. I spent a lot of years there. Hmm. Yeah, at McCormick Hospital, at those meetings. Oh, I yeah, heard yeah. that Dale Ridgway just passed away a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had. A, I like that guy so much, man. Mm. 
Yeah. He was really cool. All right. Nice to see you, Clifford. He's cool. We got, uh, what is this? Christian. Christian, nice to see you again. Yeah? That was nice questioning the other day. Nice dialogue. Taj, always a pleasure now. Nice to see you, Taj. Robert from Kiwiville, thank you for uh, for your donation. And I'll get to that book idea sooner or later. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. We got, uh, let's see, who is this? Oh, Sundaya Brava. That's Jack. Jack, nice to see you, Jack. We got John Luna representing Long Island. Very well, John. Very well. Prami, always a pleasure to see you, honey. The light is actually pouring down above you, from above you. That's cool. Stefan on Having Never Left, man. Stefan, uh, you blew my mind with a very nice wind. Very nice. Some nice notes came through you, bro. It was very nice the other day. Nina, not... Hey, wait a minute. It's Nina, not Tina, not Mina. All right. I'm just messing with you. I had to. I know. You're switching around. Vlad, always. Nice to see you, Vlad, in Siberia. Jesus Christ. Hey, nice to see you. Thank you. That's that's where we send the people we capture from Ajashanti and Muji. We send them to Siberia. Yeah. Work those fucking asses off, bro. All right. We got uh who I don't know who else is there. Some anonymous folks. See you. Thanks so much. Amelia, the love of my life. This is she's there in spirit. See you everybody. Thank you. Good night. Thanks, Paul. Yeah.